Man, everything with life is going wonderful. Um, I just had a crazy camp last week at my studio for Rihanna. Um, very excited where the studio is taking off to be. Very excited. Um, as of right now, the record that we did with YG Toxic is number one at Rhythmic Radio. So, all spirits, everything is going wonderful for me right now. Great. And you just produced um, YG's um, new hit album, I Got Issues. Uh, Could you tell us a bit about what the creative process was like um, producing on the album? Yeah, no problem. So um, working on the YG, I Got Issues album, we actually worked on the album for about 16 months. Um, YG had just... YG had just got himself into a new deal with owning his masters and just moving forward with being the boss instead of being the guy being told what to do. So the process mm-hmm. was uh, was honestly amazing. We um, locked in in about four different studio homes over the process. We did like a house for like three months, then we'll leave for like a month to go spend time with family and then Locked back in for like a month with different producers. We did a lot in L.A., a little bit in Miami. Um, Everything was very special, though, I feel like, working on this project. Um, We didn't take too many beats. Everything Mm -hmm. was mostly made for Scratch, for YG. Um, And so it just put him back in a different space and recording and bringing in different producers um, you, as you know, most of his albums were executive produced by Mustard. So this was like yeah. one of the first where we went outside the box and just, you know, wanted to bring other people into YG's world and see what we can create out of that. So for me, it was definitely a dope process. It was my first album working on since I left Interscope. So it was yeah. exciting. Um, I... I built a lot of relationships over the years, so it was exciting to have YG open to work with different producers and bring different people, different elements in. Um, we had haven't worked too much with Terrence Martin on the last two albums, so it was really dope bringing him back in and having him being the music um, liaison for the album. So he helped he helped me connect with a lot of different um, instrument players and musicians that I've never worked with before. So that was also very dope. Um, and yeah, it was just it was it was a great I would say it was a great time. I enjoyed the the process on making the album and seeing it touch the world and you know just um, connecting with YG and having him get a little deeper in himself than he's been on his past couple albums. So that process yeah. was very, very great also. And then it's this record that um the last record on the album called Killer Cali and I feel like it was a place that needed to be touched on that never really been touched on in LA because everybody loves to talk about how everybody comes to L.A. and makes it and how everybody comes to L.A. and, you know, to chase their dreams. But we never really talk mm-hmm. about 
the hard you have to put in to get those dreams because L.A. isn't, the, isn't always the easiest place to come and make it. So yeah. that record was very special yeah. to my heart. But through all, man, it was, a, it was a really I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Were you um, finishing up on the, the last answer? I don't know. Yeah, I was just saying. Overall, it was a it was a very magical process. Awesome. So I want to get into this question. Uh, your favorite tracks off the I Got Issues album? I know that could be hard because you have to produce the old album, but which track is probably your favorite? Um, my favorite track um <laughs> i would have to that is a very difficult question but i um i want to say maniac but at the same time i feel like it's um no i feel like it's alone I would say, yeah, Hello. I would say Alone is my favorite record just because okay. it's very vulnerable. It's a different mm-hmm. side of YG. You know, we are street dudes. We, not saying that we heavily glorify the streets, but we come from the yeah. streets. And, you know, a lot of that is dealt with our day-to-day life. And at yeah. some point, sure. you know, you have to grow up and you have you can't give the streets all your time. And I feel yeah. like this record was a very vulnerable record. Um, mm-hmm. YG picking himself over the street. And I feel like in life, um, it's very hard. It's very hard for us, especially for people who come from the streets and move into the music industry and try to make it to that next level and that top level. Just because a lot of times people just look at you as a street person. And even though you have the accolades and you've done things over the years to show that you're more than a street person, certain people always just want to put you in a box of that. You know, and this record, um, he he was just very honest and vulnerable on the decisions that he's making in life and wanted to see the best for himself. And with seeing the best for himself is growth outside of the street. Yeah. So like I feel like that record touched my heart the most, but my favorite yeah. record um, is Maniac, produced by Hit Boy. Nice. So I want to ask you this about your former A and R um, position at Urban Music um, at Insult Records, and then now you're trans, trans like kind of transforming over to having your own uh, recording studio with Creative Sounds Recording. Um, how does that transformation been? I mean, you know what? The process has actually been a very fun process for me. Um, because for me, I came from the studio. Um, when I first started being an A&R, I wouldn't say I actually mm-hmm. knew what I was doing or that what I was doing was actually a and I I've always felt mm-hmm. that I was a good friend. And I was an honest friend. And if I was going to be around my friends who were making music, I would try to, you know, give my best foot forward and always give the realest advice and never say I liked the song just because I liked it. Um, So from that, that helped me with 
going into Interscope, but also coming out of it, it was a great – I'm sorry. I feel like I got caught up. Can you react me that question? <laughs> I was basically just saying the transformation from being at, uh, you know, Interscope Records to now having your own uh, creative studio. What has the transformation been like? Oh, I mean, I will say that working at Interscope, I learned a lot and how how valuable and important that the studio was and is for artists. So um, when I left Interscope, um, branching off to start my own thing, it was very important with me about direct connection with the artist, being able to be in certain rooms and in certain places. And I have friends who are signed at different labels, and sometimes they want to come to me for advice. And when I was working at Interscope, you know, you can always say something, but you can never give too much insight or invite to an artist that's signed to a different label. So I would say it, it kind of made me be a little more free in that and with the game and the wisdom that I'm giving out. And then a lot on top of that, a lot of my friends and a lot of people who I've, who I've came in contact with over the years of me being an A&R are the people who actually support my studio. So, um, like I would say, like a, a good friend of mine, G Herbo, who I met um, about like five, six years ago, he just did his whole album in my studio. And you know, certain oh, wow. days he called me and asked me his my advice on certain things, but it was also just being able to have a place in my city in Los Angeles where artists can feel free to come and record their music and also feel free to ask me questions because I'm not tied down to any company. Hello, can so, I can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. So I heard you from that question. I wanted to get into top five. Who are your top five favorite uh, West Coast rappers? My top five of all time? Yeah, you got to get me a top five. My top five of all time, I'm going to have to start with Snoop. I feel like Snoop is one of the most important people in music and in hip-hop since he entered to today. So Snoop will be my number one. My number two will have to be Dr. Dre. He's one of the most influential producers and artists of all time, and he reps L.A. to the fullest. My number three will have to be YG. My number four is Nipsey Hussle. And my number five is DJ Mustard. That's a pretty dope list, to be honest. Thank you. And I want to ask you this. You you can collaborate. I'm sorry. We keep messing up on because I keep talking to you. No, I wanted you to finish on what you were just saying. Oh, I, I just feel that, you know, in my life and being in music, those are the five most influential people who I've learned from as have. Yeah. The last three, Mustard, YG, and Nipsey, I've had time to learn with and grow with. But, you know, Snoop and Dre led the way for us. 
was like, that's why I picked those five. I want to get into this question. Dream collaboration. If you could work with any artist that you uh, haven't got a chance to work with, uh, who, which artist would it be? Um, It's crazy. Right now, I will say it's it's a girl. Um, Her name is Amare. She is oh, from okay. Nigeria. I feel she is very special. She's amazing. Um, and I, I was in love with her last album. Um, and I'm excited to see what she has to come. And I, and I would love if I had the opportunity to work with her one day. If that, if you mean like artists that's on the come up or do you mean like, just like, oh, no, it could literally just be any artist, um, in general. Just doesn't have to be on, you know, a specific artist, but just be any artist you really want to work with. Um, before you, you know, finish doing what you're doing, pretty much. I mean, if we're going all out, <laughs> I'm working. It, 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 it's crazy because I would say Drake, but okay, um, we've had we've had our interactions in the past, and it led to great things in the past. Okay. So it's like I I can't say that's a good that's really a good question. Um that's a really good question. I I I haven't worked with future. I would love okay. to work with future. <laughs> yeah. And that's gonna finish it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Name one song that describes your life in this very moment. If you could name one song that describes your life right now, which song would it be? Mary J. Bly, it is my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't expect that one, but that's a classic, so I guess we can go in on that one. And my last question for you. Uh, what are the upcoming projects or things that we should be looking for um, coming from you um, in the in the you know future or upcoming? Um, I am working on closing a deal. I'm working on closing a deal for my second studio, um, nice. so you can expect Creative Sounds to become a global franchise. Um, I have a couple projects that I'm working on, but I had to sign papers so I can't say anything about those projects but totally I can say that I'm very I'm very excited to be working alongside the people who I will be working alongside on those projects yeah um and I have to leave that at that because I don't want to get in trouble <laughs> I got you. All right, Pusher Rod, thank you so much uh, for taking the time out your day.